Kenny, say hi. Hey, what's up? <laughs> there it is. And we are back. I know we took a little bit longer of a break this time, um, but that was just because there was like a single round of games um, on Wednesday that we were just waiting. Like, you know what? Like, we're just going to wait till that plays and then we'll record it all together. Yeah. So we're that might you might just call us lazy, but I just think it's efficient. Sure, efficient. And we'll see how it goes. We'll see if we can remember the games from the weekend after taking a break. Might might not go well. Yeah, I'm completely BSing. I was like, (laughs) we did it. I'm like, I don't remember those games at all. But it's okay. It's okay. We got this. We got this. So during the lovely July 4th, um, it opened up with Utah playing Sky Blue FC. Utah ended up winning 1-0, which, Kenny, who predicted that right? Was that me or you? I forget. I, you know, it was a long time ago. I don't remember. It could have been either of oh, us. Oh, yeah. Well, good thing I wrote it down because I got that literally spot on. I'm genius. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I know you agree with that. Um, but it was one nothing as I rightfully predicted. Um, Utah scored in the 41st minute. Amy Rodriguez. Um, really, we were thought about if we were going to go in depth about this game. I don't know, Kenny, if you remember anything about this game, but... We talked about possibly just waiting to talk about the next round of games, talk about the teams as a whole. Um, so is there anything you want to say about this game, or you just want to wait till later? I mean, I can say that it wasn't the most interesting game I've, I've ever seen. Uh, yeah. Utah's goal was fine. It was good. You know, they won the ball back, and then Vero got the ball. So much space. The defender could have closed her down a little bit, but then she sent a nice ball through to Amy Rodriguez, and it was a good finish. So at least it was a good goal. It wasn't some crap goal. But aside right. from that, like... Sky Blue looked so bad. So, so bad. And yeah, Utah looked, Utah looked pretty average. So, they won. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, Sky Blue definitely has things to work on after that game. It, was, it wasn't it was the most exciting game. But, hey, like you said, Utah had a great goal. So, good for them getting it together, getting that win. Um, But the next game was Houston Dash and Rain. Uh, Houston Dash won 2-0. Uh, goal scorers were Shea Groom and Christy Muse. And Christy Muse actually scored first. I don't know why I said Shea Groom first, but that's the first one that came to my head. You know, do um, whatever you want. Exactly. But the biggest trend with this is that I also predicted this game 100% right. So what can I say? I'm a genius. You're a genius. If, you know, I, call, I prefer to call it luck, but you can call it skill. <laughs> It's skill. I mean, hey, two for two. But anyways, yes, it was 2-0. Uh, Houston Dash came out, got the win. Um, can you remember any big plays from this game that you want to highlight? Do I ever. I'll say Rain Love looked that. terrible. Rain looked so bad. They have looked the yeah. worst in this tournament by far. But Houston's yes. first goal, it was really poor from Rain's goalie. It was bad clearance straight to the other team. But then after that, the play leading up to the goal was good. You know, a nice little ball into, I think it was Shea Groom, and then a nice little back heel laid it off for Chris Mios. Good finish into the corner. So it was, again, a nice goal, and their second goal was also nice. Rachel Daly crossing the box. A thumping header, thumping from Shea Groom. So 
<laughs> Both goals were good, but Don't again, think. rain was was woeful. They were pitiful. Yeah, they are struggling. You know, it's just not very good to watch. Yeah, but then hey, you know, Houston won again, and everyone lost their minds, saying like, "Oh, no one believed in us. Oh, Houston. Oh, oh, they're so good." And I've got some thoughts about that, but we'll get to that after their their game that happened yesterday. <laughs> Yeah, that one event Sky Blue. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But hey, they did come out with some momentum, got their goals. They put it away, got a victory. So I'll let you uh, talk about Houston when we get there. <laughs> let you get it off your chest. <laughs> but anyways, um, the next round of games was on Sunday. And that was North Carolina Courage and Chicago Red Stars were their first one where North Carolina won. Not surprisingly. The only surprising thing was it was only one nothing. at least to me. I mean, you know, they're just so good. They're, no one really thought they were going to lose, but it took them to the 81st minute um, to actually get their goal. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't a great game, they, and the goal they scored was off a of corner, so like it wasn't even like well worked or anything, just off a set piece. But what was really evident in this game is that Chicago's second game they rested all their starters, and in this game they put them all back in, and so they were fresh. And North Carolina mm-hmm. has not rested their starters. And boy, did they look tired. They looked so sluggish on the ball. I really think that was the only reason this was 1-0. It's just because Chicago was fresh and North Carolina was the opposite of that. Yeah. Especially Lynn Williams up top, who, like, has played every game. You know, the midfield at least got some subs. Like, her up top looked pretty tired. They all looked pretty tired. And that was enough to keep the score down, but they still won in the end, so... It yeah, was, it was good. Yeah, I mean, you got to make rotations. Like you're saying, like they look sluggish and they almost, almost lost to, not lost to Chicago, but I mean, you know, it just wasn't what we were expecting. Um, during this type of tournament, you would think they'd make a few more rotations, but I guess, I mean, I guess it worked for them, you know? They're the only team that's 3 0. They're guaranteed the first spot. So I guess next game, they're, they will rotate. At least they should. I mean, there's no reason to not. Yeah, I don't think we see like any of their starters next game. I think it's pretty heavily rotated. Maybe a few of them will start and get subbed out like at halftime. Maybe a couple will sub into the end just to keep their legs fresh, I guess. Yeah. But it's uh, going to be a different North Carolina team for their next game. But this this game, it was, you know, entertaining enough because North Carolina has good players. They just looked a right. little sluggish. And Chicago right. has good players and were fresh. So it was good to watch. You know, Julia Ertz was doing her thing, which is always good to see. And mm-hmm. Chicago had chances. Uh, Kelly Awat, um, a lot of talk about this on Twitter because she gets through on goal because Abby Dahlkemper just does something stupid, gets the ball taken off her foot, one-on-one with the goalie. And Abby mm-hmm. Dahlkemper's trying to make a, you know, comeback recovery run and pulls her arm, you know? And yeah. this is where you have the whole soccer thing, the whole thing <laughs> about soccer being soccer. And everyone's like, oh, why do all these men players dive and stuff? And why do they always go to the ground? And it's because if you don't go to the ground, the rep, doesn't call anything so she got pulled back stayed up took the shot missed whereas if she went down they get a free kick and abby dahlkemper has gone she's got a red card she's out of the game because that exactly. was last person goal scoring opportunity and so that's like where and like i respect it from her because i don't like people going down all the time and she's like i can score this i can do this more power right. to her but like at the end of the day playing up a person against north carolina for like I don't even remember when that happened, but like for the majority of the game, they would have been up a person. 
that's going to be more useful than scoring one goal, even if you score it. So like, that's just a, that's just a choice thing because like, I mean, it was a foul and the ref like should have came back and like, at least, at least given her a yellow card after the play had stopped because it was clear what she yeah. was doing. But like, exactly. it's just one of those decision-making things. She thought she could score and that would help the team more. I think if she went down and got Abby Dahlkemper a red card, that would have helped the team more. But like, you shouldn't have to fall to get a card and stuff, but like you do. It's soccer. If you don't follow, the ref's not going to call it. Exactly. It's one of those mentality things that like a lot of people, especially in the U.S., like they're like, oh, never dive, always serve. But, you know, I mean, in some cases, it's a strategy. When it's a clear foul and you go down, you get the call and you get the person thrown out. Like, I mean, that is a huge advantage. It's like you were saying, like, yeah, maybe she gets it off. She scores a goal. Great, tough player. And do I agree with Kenny. I completely commend just staying on your feet and playing the game. I hate diving. But sometimes that was a clear foul. You get the call for it then you get up a person. Like, I mean, it's pretty, that's huge. It's huge, especially when you are the underdog going into this game, you know? Yeah, I think if they were playing up a person for the rest of that game, especially with how tired North Carolina was looking, I think they might even come away with a win there. And that's just like hindsight, but... Exactly. (laughs) That was their clearest opportunity, and they made a good save. So it came to nothing. And it's just one of those, what do you do? If you're in that situation, what do you do? Exactly. No, 100%, 100%, especially when they only get, like, two shots on target. Like, I mean, you try to make, like, their best of whatever they can. So, I don't know. I think I don't want anyone to start take this and, like, be like, oh, let's all start diving just so, you know, why not? It's like, no, no, no. It's just, like, that's one of those, like, situational game awareness things of Uh, the game of soccer. Yeah, it's, it's tough. And, like, the women's game, thankfully, doesn't have as much diving. There are some players, Rachel Daly, we'll get to that, but... (laughs) It's a lot less prevalent in this game, and the refing is worse in this game already. So like, it's even it's even weirder. But like, yeah. that's that's where diving comes from. It's like, oh, they're getting fouled. The ref doesn't call it, and so then they go over so that the ref does call it, and then that escalates from going over when you are fouled to going over when you aren't fouled just to try to get a foul. And it's a slippery slope. But like, refs, refs, man, they're exactly a different breed. Exactly, because you are taught to. Uh play advantage and whatnot but i mean sometimes getting players you know even if like they get like a yellow card not saying like go straight red i mean they have that in the back of their mind like let's say the same thing happens later on in the game and they're already yellow card she's not going to pull you you have your own shot so i mean it's i don't know it's just definitely an advantage thing that's like again it's a game of soccer it is very controversial of like this opinion but i mean hey it there's a reason people do it you know there is a reason people do it and it sucks whenever it happens but you can understand, and I think if she just went down there, that uh, would have been a different game. Exactly. Exactly. Especially, like you said, the point, Chicago Red Stars had their fresh starters. They were ready, and North Carolina was, strugg- uh, was uh, sluggish, so definitely could have capitalized on that. But, you know, it's what it is. I mean, did the best they could. And they um, still, you know, almost walked away with a point. Just Exactly. Just that one set piece let them down. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they held North Carolina one nothing. I mean, it's that's good. That's really good considering, like, especially the weird things of the tournament and whatnot. Like, I mean, yeah, they, it's not a terrible result for them. Not at all. Exactly. Like, they are in last place at the moment, but you know, everyone makes it to the next <laughs> to the next round, and you know, their people are still doing well. They're doing good rotations. I'm not too worried for them, genuinely. Yeah, they'll be fine. Yeah, they didn't look bad like some of the other teams. <laughs> like, where it's like, damn, you still have not got it figured out. 
Exactly. But, but it was a good game to watch. Um, it's going to be interesting to see uh, their next games, which we'll talk about later, obviously. But especially, like we said, North Carolina being in first, guaranteed. Chicago is in last, but, I mean, anything can happen right now. I mean, everyone's really just close in the standings from two to seven, two to eight, I mean. So, is what it is. But, anyways, that's that game. And the next game later on that day, we're Portland Thorns and Washington Spirit. And they tied 1-1. to Unfortunately, both of our predictions were wrong. But, you know, it's what it is. But, I'll let you, what, was, what were your main takeaways from this? My main takeaways? You don't want to hear my main takeaways. <laughs> yes, I do. I'm just playing. My main takeaways aren't anything. Portland was better in the first half, especially in the first half, because Rose Lavelle did not start this game. She started on the bench, you know, saved the legs and all that. And another uh, spirit game from this tournament is very similar to, like, their other games. Like, you can tell what they want to do, and, like, most of the time they can do it. It's just... They're really just, I guess, sloppy is the word. They're just missing passes. It's just going behind people instead of to their feet. It's going too far in front of them. And it's just, they just keep giving the ball away every time they try to play out of the back, which is something they love to do. And so, yeah. like, they don't really generate much going forward when when they have the ball. Most of what they generate is, like, counterattack stuff, which isn't how Washington wants to play at all. They really don't want to be just that counterattacking team, try to run past you. But, like, that's yeah. where they're getting most of their chances from. And, like, yeah. when they're on the counter, they're, they're doing well on the counter. I'm not going to say they're, like, being bad, but, like, they aren't playing well in ways that they want to be playing well. Yeah. Completely, completely. I don't know. It's definitely more to work on. I don't know. I was hoping for more. What can I say? Yeah, we were all hoping for more. Portland looked much better than they had in the first two games, which is also, you know, cool for them, I guess. They still didn't manage, you know, score in the first half. But then, then the old uh, 69th minute, nice. Uh, at a free kick, you know? Right Everyone the, knows what happens next. <laughs> Lindsay Horan, and you know, it was a good header. I don't know course. what the defending was doing. Like, I feel like, I feel like when you're playing Portland, you say, okay, it's free kick, it's a corner kick. Who's on Lindsay Horan? And that's the first thing you got to establish. And she was just wide open in the box. So I don't know what happened with the defense there. I don't know where the miscommunication was because that was, you don't leave her open. But they did, and she scored. Exactly. Yeah, tips for teams in the future. Find one person, find Lindsey Horan. After that, next person, find Lindsey Horan. Have two people on the ground. Like, I mean, it's just better safe than sorry at this point. I mean, she's just so dominant in there. Like, it's, you know, that's like the one thing you really want to look out for. I just can't believe that that happened. Yeah. Well, I can. I can't, I guess. It's, I don't know. It's, you mark her. That's what you do. She's a threat on set pieces. Everyone knows it. Everyone says it. And yet you don't mark her in the box. Like, make her beat you. You know what I mean? Stick a body on her. Make her jump over you and score. But she was just wide open and put it away. It's a good header, to be fair. But, hey, whatever. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, definitely. Good for her. Why not? But... At least Spirit came back in the 77th with Samantha Staub scoring, so. Yeah, Sam Staub. Love Sam Staub. Huge Sam Staub fan. I have such a love-hate relationship with Sam Staub. <laughs> it's like, I okay. want to like her, but, like, she's, I don't, I don't know. It's something something about the way she plays that's just, like, it makes me nervous every time. Every time. 
What do you mean, like, her, her decision-making or just, like, her, uh, just sometimes you don't think her skills are going to, like, <laughs> they're like, well, it's, what is it? It's a tough one because, like, she's, of the two center backs, her and Paige Nielsen, she's the one that, you know, is more cautious, I guess. I don't know. Paige Nielsen's the one that's going to, like, step up, try to win the ball early, flying into tackle, stuff like that. Sam Stop's more of that positional one. So, like, you'd think Paige Nielsen would make me more nervous. But she doesn't because, I don't know, I don't see her as many as many mistakes but like sam stop one thing is she's just so slow and like you don't need to be fast to be a center back because like you need to be, have some speed but like it's about positional and you have to know where to be and you have to read the game well you can make yeah. up for lack of speed but like in the nwso where a lot of teams just want to out athlete you she's just yeah. so slow and it's yeah. just like oof and it's just like <laughs> they get in a foot race and you're just like well i know we're not winning this one and then Paige nielsen needs to cut across the field to cover for her and then she's got to run back and it's just like i don't know like that's the main thing but like she also makes some mistakes last season she was a rookie last season and made some rookie mistakes which you know i'm sure she'll she would have fixed by now because they really were just rookie mistakes but it's a yeah. it's an interesting relationship i have with sam stop but exactly. it's growing <laughs> she does the long throws and i hate long throws but i love long throws so that's another <laughs> another weird one to add to my relationship with her because i hate long throws but i love it i get so hyped long throws are so interesting because like you know the i think like the working ratio is very very slim yeah it's not great they they almost scored off one i think it was in this game put one in the box uh, i forget who won the header if it was portland like kind of cleared away or if it just kind of like bounced and it fell to kumiyokiyama on the edge of the box sweet volley going in good save in the end but like, yeah. so we almost got something from a long throw earlier in the game. True. But we did True. I guess just put it in the box, see what happens, make whatever happens. See what happens. But uh, yeah, that goal, that was a weird goal. Cause, you know, it's from a corner, and it was just a horrible, horrible corner curling straight out of bounds, like before it even got to the six yard box. But then we had Ashley Sanchez doing the business. Nice <laughs> back heel flick, keeping it alive, right to Sam Staub's head. And then boom, one one. Pretty love so Ashley pretty. Sanchez. Such a big Ashley Sanchez fan. She's played like one and a half games, but I'm team Ashley Sanchez all the way. <laughs> all the way. Let it be known. I declare it. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah, no, definitely love that. Love that little set of skill. It's just fun. It is just fun. And you know, they asked her after the game, "How'd she do it?" And she's like, "I don't know." And I'm like, "You don't know. You're just good. Exactly. You either got it or you don't." exactly like you know can't do that so happy someone can <laughs> exactly your hip would give out and you would die pretty much i just crack and that'd be it but you crack, you know, I, it, roll off the field you could stretch it off wouldn't be good but, but let it be known i got that assist because i would have nailed it though <laughs> you would have it would have you would have got it got it gone you would have been dead forever <laughs> but you would have would have been an assist yeah, yeah, for those of you who don't know, I'm a washed-up athlete. I'll put it that way. <laughs> Had some injuries, and yeah, um, let's just say it's always uh, very nerve-wracking knowing I'm playing soccer, which I always continue to do. So, <laughs> classic. You know, it'll be great when you get old and you have even more problems. <laughs> exactly. I can't wait. Can't wait for new knees, new hips, new everything. It's going to be great. You know, world might not even exist in a few years, Bradley. It's okay. There it is, exactly. We are on the decline. <laughs> but heard it here first. Anyways, I'm sure you did not hear it here first because it's everywhere. But 
going way off topic. <laughs> so anyways, so I guess we'll start talking about the Wednesday games, their last Wednesday games. Um, first one was Utah Royals and the rain. Now, I did not see this game. But from what it sounds like, it's good I did not see this game. Yes, it is good you didn't see this game. <laughs> yeah. I I uh, also didn't see it live, and I tried to watch the replay just to be ready for this. But man, oh man, what a bad game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's literally all I heard from anyone, heard from you. It was just bad. I'm like, oh, well, I am not going to rewatch that game then. It's just... Dang, so what was, you You said you watched some of it, and like, what was it in your opinion that was just so bad about it? Was just, or was it just all around just everything's bad? It was just all around everything's bad. They, it was like watching little six-year-olds play soccer. Like, one of them tries to make a pass, like, okay, let's, let's pass the ball. Here we go, let's play some soccer. And then the other one tries to make a pass and can't do it because they're so young and bad. And then the other team gets the ball, and then they try to make passes, but they're also young and bad, <laughs> so they can't. And so, like, they strung, like, two passes together and then lost the ball every single time and it would go out of bounds, and it was just a bad game. It was so, so bad for all of the first half, most of the second half. The only thing that changed it was when they brought on, you know, Bethany Bosser and stuff, and, you know, she scored a winning goal in the 90th minute and all that. So, like, you know, got it done. But, man, they were so bad, especially Rain, who won the game. Yeah. But, like, I, I ugh. Like, they haven't looked good all tournament. Like, they're lucky to get this win, to be completely honest with you. I think they've definitely had the worst showing out of all the teams. Yeah, they have been the worst. And I think it's by a comfortable distance. And I don't, they can get, we know they have the players to be better than they are. But, I don't know. We'll see how they do in their last game, but it's it's not looking good for them. But hey, they they got the win. Which what does that say about Utah? Exactly. Yeah, it's like we keep talking about rain, but all right, Utah, you didn't put it away. You couldn't string together anything either. I guess. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it was maybe some tired legs out there. I I don't know. I I don't know either. It wasn't it wasn't great. And like now that's the end of the. I don't even know. I don't want to say easy games because that's rude, but it's clear <laughs> that the teams they've played so far are would be on one side of the table and the other teams are on a, a, on a different half of the table. We'll just exactly. leave it there. And that, that's their last time playing somebody who isn't thought to be on the better half. Exactly. Yeah, so they're really going to have a... It's going to be an awakening in some in some sense, you know? But, I mean, we'll see. Maybe... Maybe this is their plan all along. They just wanted to, like, you know, test some things out, test the waters, get their feet, and they're just going to come back strong. Because, like you said, they have the players. They could, potentially. If I was a betting man, would I say they would? No, I don't. I just think it's just, I don't know, they're not playing well. Yeah, I don't have much else to say about that game. It was bad, <laughs> and it was the worst game of the tournament so far, and it wasn't even a 0-0, which is, you know, what we were saying. Zero zero doesn't have to be bad, even though some of them were. But this one nothing was even worse. Exactly. Even with the ninetieth minute winner, it's like okay, <laughs> lucky. <laughs> oh man, it's rough. Yeah. So I don't. There's not much more else to say about this game. So, but anyways, at least the next one, Sky Blue FC took on Houston Dash, and Sky Blue won two nothing. 
And yeah, this is where I'll let Kenny, because I know you've been very patient. I'm happy you have. Let me hear your thoughts on Houston Dash. My thoughts on Houston Dash. This is... Okay. This is the downside with not having recorded a podcast after those first two games and deciding to do it this time. Because everyone will be like, oh yeah, you say that now, but what were you saying beforehand? But I had this in my mind after they won their second game. And I was like, okay. Everyone's getting on the Houston bandwagon. You know, I saw like four different articles saying, oh, this is why Houston's so good. And like, yeah, they were better than I thought they would be in the first two games because I thought they'd be complete garbage. The thing about Houston is they were good because everyone on the team knew what they wanted to do, knew how they wanted to play, knew their role. Of all the teams coming to this tournament, Houston had the least questions about them. Everyone knew exactly what they were. However, Houston could not play better than they played in the first two games. I firmly believe that. That's their peak. That's their season. <laughs> we said every single every single team that's played so far, we're like, oh, they can get better in the future. I don't think Houston can play better than they did in the first two games, and they still didn't even win both of those games because they tied exactly. one because they threw it away because their defending was trash. Exactly. And this game, this was much more what I expected Houston to be at the start of the tournament, which was bad. Like, they had no danger. They didn't, like, create anything. It was so pitiful going forward. Right. Uh, like their defense was, defense was fine. You know, it was a good goal. The first goal was a good goal. It was good from, I thought it was Onumonu, but the commentators pronounced it Anumanu. And, like, I don't know if I want to believe the commentators because, let's be real, they're not a reliable <laughs> source on most things. But anyway, yeah. it was good from her, a good hold-up, good through ball, and then it was a good finish. And so that was a good goal. And the second goal was Jane Campbell. I don't know what was going through her mind. You know, ball over the top, and she comes right. out of her box, you know, cleared away. Right, right to the sky blue player. Yeah. Uh, who was it? It was Kawasumi, right? Right to her foot. No Houston player around her. And then Jane Campbell just, like, trots back into her goal, like, backpedals, like, no urgency whatsoever. And so she takes a touch and just kicks it into the wide open goal. And everyone's like, oh, what a goal. And I'm like, yeah, it was, you know, good finish. You know, well done to get in the goal. But there's also no one in the goal. So that was exactly. terrible from Jane Campbell specifically. But Houston just looked bad. And yeah. I mean, like this is Sky Blue's best game by far. The yeah. They were bad in the first two games. But this was Houston's worst game. And this is, this is the thing. I think we've seen Houston's best. And it wasn't good enough to beat Utah. So I don't know how it's going to be good enough to win this tournament. Exactly. No, completely agree. I mean, you think, like you said, this is their, they've already peaked, like you said. This is like the opposite of what most of the other teams want to do or even are doing in some respect. Like they came in, they did what they had to do, and now they're just declining. And I mean, I don't know. I think Jane Campbell's made some questionable decisions as far as the first game and third game. Just a little, you can't make that many mistakes when you're a goalkeeper. I mean, it's just, I don't know. But, I don't know what she's doing either. Yeah, it's just like, really? Really? But, I mean, it's good for Sky Blue. I mean, finally trying to put stuff together, you know. Wouldn't do nothing huge for them. I mean, that's the kind of momentum you want going into the knockout stages. Well, I mean, they obviously have one more game. But just keeping that momentum going, going after victory, that's what you want. I mean, for Houston to come out and just, I don't know, play poorly again, I mean, it's just... I don't know. It's like, it kind of ruins the morale. It's like all these other teams, like, all right, we're finally getting in it. We're going. Not them. So maybe we'll see. Maybe they just can't handle expectations. You know, the first two games, everyone or most people, there's some people saying on Twitter, oh, no, they're going to be good. But most people, like me, saying, oh, they're kind of trash. They're like, oh, we'll show you. 
And then after two games, everyone's like, oh, they're not actually trash. And then they're like, <laughs> okay, we'll show you. <laughs> they like, keep on your toes, you know? <laughs> it's like... Exactly. You know, it's either way. And I fully, fully expect after dragging them here for them to just beat the Spirit like 6 nothing in the next game just to shut me up. But one thing I do want to say about <laughs> this, this game is, you know, after talking about Kelly Awad and the North Carolina game and the whole diving thing, this is where yeah. we like... Rachel Daly is the worst. <laughs> I get why people like her. I get it. And like, but she's the worst. Just goes down all the time. And it's so annoying. And this is why people go down all the time. Because there was one good tackle from a calls or bony. She goes down. I'm not going to say she wasn't injured because like that would be a pretty jerk move to say, oh, she was faking it. Like it could have yeah. hurt. Yeah. But it wasn't a foul. But she yeah. went down and... McCall's are only got a yellow card for it, and I'm like, wasn't even a foul. But that's why that's why players go down sometimes, because, you know, the refs will make a decision the more often you go down. And trust me, she went down every time she got touched. Like, the more obvious a foul it was, the faster she would pop up off the ground, because she knows she doesn't have to make a meal for the ref to see it. Exactly. She's that player. So, like, when we, when we talk about, you know, the ends of the spectrum, you got your Kelly Watts on one side, and then you got your Rachel Daly's on the other. Exactly. You want a nice middle ground person. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You don't, because there's nothing more frustrating than watching someone who flops the entire game. It is just, even like when you're playing too, oh my goodness, it's so annoying. It's so annoying. annoying. And then it's and just, that's what, it's Houston. Houston's annoying. As well. Right. Because like, you know, every single one of their players complains. And like, every soccer player complains at least a little bit. But yeah. like, after every call, man. Even when exactly. it's just, like, out for a throw and clearly off their foot, they're like, no, that was our throw. And it's like, no, it wasn't. Shut up. Exactly. Just play the game. You know, play the game. It's what it is. And, like, that's the, that's their mentality. You know, they'll work harder than you. They'll give 100% everything. They'll fight for everything. They're a scrappy team. That's their whole that's their whole shtick. But, like, it's annoying. Yeah. 100%. 100 I could not agree more. Obviously, as like you said, we're saying all this, and they're probably going to come out and smash the spirit. But just because of what we're saying, there's nothing to do with skill level at all. <laughs> just like, because of you, us, you you need a team like that, you know. As much as you need a team like that, with everyone, it's the thing. Another thing about women's soccer is it's so interesting and cool because everybody's like buds and everybody's friends, and you got your national team friends. But that also means there's like there's hardly any like rivalries in the league because everyone's just kind of buds off the field which exactly. is cool because like you don't see that anywhere else it's, it's unique to this but it also it's like sometimes you just like having a team to hate like everyone hates north carolina because they're good and because of other reasons which we won't get into but <laughs> fair enough but like it's good to just have teams you don't like and not because you don't like the players or you don't like the people or you don't like anything like that just like just for some stupid reason like you don't like them whining all the time it's good to have teams like that yeah, no, completely agree. Completely agree. It brings up, I don't know, like a certain level of competitiveness and just like, I don't know, makes things more interesting all around. Um, even not only from like a spectator standpoint, but even from a player standpoint, you know? Like, and you really want to beat that team. I mean, ah. Uh, and like, you can see it even like, like, across from a spectator, like, if, when we watch it and you can see like in their eyes, like, they want to beat this team. They just don't even want to like win just because like, oh, I want to win for my team. Like, no, I want to pulverize this team. That's fun. That's fun to watch. It lie. is fun. You know, the player sees them. You see them on the schedule, player or a fan, and you're like, oh, geez, here we go. Going to be one of these games. 
exactly. And it's fun. It's just that competitive spirit. I love it. I absolutely love it. So, like, we do need one of those teams. And, you know, thank you for being that team for us. We appreciate you. They're <laughs> doing the Lord's work. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, on a mission from God. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. But, but yeah, I mean, that's where everyone's at. Closing out, we have one more round of games for round robin. Um, like we said, North Carolina is in first with nine points. No one can catch them, so they're comfortably in the first position. Um, so don't expect much for their starters. Maybe they will, but highly doubtful. But most other teams, I mean, like Sky Blue, Houston, Utah, Rain, Spirit, they're all 1-1-1. One, one, one. So they're all even with points. So, I mean, it's just – and even like uh, Portland and Chicago, like Portland has two, Chicago has one. So it's really like the whole seating – we have no idea where anyone's going to be, to be honest. There's no way. It could – these next round of games um, are huge, huge for placement and seeding. Granted, everyone makes the next round, but it's just like, I don't know, I'd rather play – you know, I'd rather not play North Carolina, so you do what you got to do. So Chicago is probably going to put out one their strongest lineup, in my opinion. But I don't know. So we'll see. We will see, especially since – Chicago and Washington and Portland, North Carolina, they have all had a week off since they didn't have to play a midweek game this time just because of the way they formatted the tournament for whatever reason. So, like, they'll have an extra couple days rest, and then they'll play this game. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. These next four games are the little, you know, little turnover type thing. Because, yeah. I, again, I don't want to say it was the good teams and the bad teams because that's not really fair. But... It was the teams that were expected to be good and the teams that were expected to be not as good playing each other so far. And now there's some crossover. Exactly. Well, way to be fair, Kenny. Way to be fair. Uh, (laughs) But so first game, as we alluded to, is Washington Spirit. It's playing Houston Dash. Now, I know we were joking about Houston Dash coming out being a Spirit because we've just been talking trash about Houston for most part. But I still personally think Spirit's going to win this 2-0. That's my prediction. It's a good prediction. I I think the Spirit's going to come out with a pretty strong lineup just because, just and they've got more rest. So I think the Spirit will win this game. Um, I, I hope that they'll play better than they have in the past games. I don't want to say 2 nothing because that's what you said, and I really should just get over that because like, every time <laughs> you pick the thing that I'm going to say, I have to like do something I don't actually think is going to happen. It's annoying, but like, yeah. still, I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, I'm gonna say three one. Three one. I like it. I like it. Obviously, obviously. (laughs) Um, I like it. I like it. Yeah, I just genuinely think. I mean, Houston didn't look good last game. Like you said, Spirit. They've had a lot of rest. They'll probably come out strong. I think. I think definitely Spirit's more of the favorite. A little more favorite. But. We'll see. And then later that day, the Chicago's taking on Utah Royals. Um, what do you think is going to happen? I'll let you go first. Okay. What I think is going to happen is I think you're right. Chicago's going to be like, okay, can't play North Carolina. Can't do that. Let's win this game. And so I think they'll be beating Utah. And I think it'll be like 3 nothing Because I think Ooh. I think Utah's going to be tired. I, I think like Utah's going to be sluggish. I think... Utah somehow managed to take these games that they like should be winning like against Rain and can't do it against the worst team in the tournament when they're playing horribly. I don't think they're going to be able to do it against a fully motivated Chicago team. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I I like that. I like that one. That's a that's a good one. That's a hot take. I like it. Um, I too think that Chicago is going to come out on top. They're going to obviously want this for reasons we've already said. Um, and Utah, I mean, they just haven't I don't know, haven't been too wonderful. But I think it's going to be more like a two one game. I'm just going to I'm envisioning that Chicago is going to be pounding and just like they're going to have a tough time putting away some of their chances just because unlucky frustration is going to build. Utah's going to get one lucky counter in my my guess like early on. So I'm saying 2-1. 2-1, my guess. 2-1 Chicago. Good guess. Thank you. Thank you. I think I'm winning, you know. Not think. I am winning the prediction, so. <laughs> yeah, so but I won. Take your money. <laughs> well, still winning. But anyways, that brings us to the Monday games, where first it's going to be Rain and Portland. And I think, as we've said, Rain is not playing well. I don't think they're going to figure it out this game. I Could they? Sure, potentially. But I just think Portland's the better team. I'm going with a 2 nothing Portland win. It's a good choice. It's what I was going to choose again. So uh, I have to I think of first. something else here. Um, first. I think this game is going to be Morgan Weaver's breakout game. She probably won't even play as I'm saying this. But, you know. <laughs> uh, second pick in the draft. Second? Third. No, second. Right. Second pick in the draft. She's been playing well. She's been playing, uh, but she hasn't scored yet. And I think this game, she's just going to get one or two on the board. So, I can't say 2 nothing. I'll say 3-1 again. Nice! <laughs> Keep it consistent. Okay. There it every is. Time there I wanna is. Say, every time I want to say 2-0, I'll just say 3-1 instead, because you already said 2 nothing. Yeah, it is 2 nothing. I'll give you like a little half point, you know, just for, you know, because you wanted to, but <laughs> but chose not to. I respect that. I would never choose the same thing you chose, even if I thought you were right. I don't know why. It's just like, I'd rather I'd rather you be wrong than us both be right. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's a weird thing. We both have it, though. Exactly, exactly. It's, I guess, a brother thing. Well, it's what it is. But that's definitely, that brings us to our last game, which is North Carolina and Sky Blue. So I'll let you go first. Uh, I think Sky Blue is gonna be better than people think, and I think I still think North Carolina is gonna win, but like I think North Carolina is gonna be heavily rotated, and still their second eleven is like not bad, and they're still gonna have some starters in there. But I think Sky Blue's just coming off of a performance that was actually good. They're gonna be motivated. North Carolina is gonna be like we've already clinched first place. Let's just you know take it easy. Let's not get any more injuries. So I think this game will be closer than it should be, but I still think North Carolina is going to win, and I'll call it two nothing. Just since I haven't said that yet. <laughs> nice. Just wanted to say that. So what I think, I genuinely think, I do think North Carolina has the better team, even with their second eleven. Um, but I could see Sky Blue coming away with this. I could see North Carolina just like really men- mentally not being there for it. They're just like, all right, like we're ready for the next game. Blah blah blah. Here we are. I've had a week off. I think Sky Blue might be able to take this one, two to one. You know, I'm all for I'm all for these underdog picks. We don't have exactly. a lot of them. Yeah, we don't usually. We really never actually. Um, but for some reason, I think this has like the makings for an underdog story to become true. I genuinely do. I think when it gets to knockout stage, I would never say this, but right now, I think it has the makings. That's all I'm saying. Could be. Exactly. But we'll see. Uh, as we said, these games are on 
Sunday, Monday. So definitely check them out because these are the last rounds before the knockout stages. Again, everyone makes it through the knockout stage. Um, just, you know, having eight teams in Orlando leaving. But, yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, any final thoughts, Kenny? Uh, I could I could make something up if you want. I mean, we don't really have <laughs> to kill time, but I could. <laughs> Why not? If you want to... Let's hear one of your fun facts. You usually enlighten us with one of your fun facts. Oh, okay. This one isn't really a fun fact. It's just more I'm still angry. But <laughs> during the, the Houston and Sky Blue game, we had a nice little, little postscript from the uh, commentators during the game saying how we should applaud the referee from the Houston-Utah game because Rachel Daly's goal when she, you know, she jumped in front of the goalie punting the ball away shouldn't have counted, and it was really well done by the ref to spot that. And I'm like, no, no, no. No. It's not well done by the ref to spot that. It's a rule of soccer. Yes. She's doing the bare minimum. Yes. Stop it. And like, Preach. I, mean, I guess good enough, good for the commentators for realizing that they were stupid and wrong and saying that they were stupid and wrong except they didn't call themselves stupid. But again, we didn't need to bring it back up. Just made me mad because I'm like, you're. Ugh. it wasn't a good call. It was the only call. Exactly. It was just the, the thing to do. It wasn't even like a controversial call. Like, oh, like, oh, wait, it actually calls. Oh, wait, actually, you're It's like, no, literally just like, that was so blatantly obvious. And it probably was just the commentators saying like, yeah, our bad. After listening to our podcast, you're like, yeah, you're right. We're, we're idiots. But, um, but trying not to, you know, fully say that, but just, I don't know. It still makes me angry. I, I don't like to talk about it. Still can't. But true. I forgot that happened. Completely forgot that happened, but. Yeah, always gets me heated. But I guess that's any that's your closing remark. I mean, hey, we leave it on a happy note for you guys, so don't worry. Um, but we'll be back after next round of games. As always, anything, any comments, concerns, if you want to learn anything more about why that call was so wrong, reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram at Where's the Call, and we'll be back next time.